Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Fandalorian Club. I'm going to be your host today. I'm Brian, and I'm here with my uh, different crew today. No Jake, but, you know, we got something maybe even uh, a little bit better. We got Gio. Uh, <laughs> and then we are here with Jacob as well. How's it going? Pretty good, man. Why am I the only one with the Star Wars name? Come on, guys. Oh, I, you know what? I forget that every single Oops. week. Grey Goose Jedi, come on! I know. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. That's but my current the, Twitter handle. Here, here. <laughs> there. Welcome to the fine. Mandalorian Club, Gio. Yeah. Since Jake's not here, uh, being the Whiskey Jedi, I will be uh, the Tequila Sith. Funny enough, the reason I sound and look so different is because I am currently in Jake's home, taking care of his dog. While I was gonna say. You're not, it's not your normal background. No, nope. so what's going on? But now it all makes sense. Jake's yep. out of town, why he's not on the show. And yep. you're dog slash house sitting, and I'm puppy sitting, uh, ironically, while they go get a new puppy. So, uh, yes, and I, I'm by his bar, but you know, my initials are BA, so I cut off the R, so now it just looks like a <laughs> like it's your background. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, we are here to discuss. The fourth episode in the Bad Batch series. Um, Geo, you are new to this and kind of, I guess, Bad Batch because you've watched it all within the last 24 hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw uh, the first three episodes last night. And of course, the fourth one premiered today. And so I just, uh, I just caught it. And uh, I'm surprisingly liking it more than I did the Clone Wars. I think it's because it's just, it focuses a lot on on these group of uh, misfits, you know, and and I just, I love how they, uh, I love the camaraderie among them. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, I butchered that word, but, um, and especially how they are looked upon by the other clones. I mean, that first episode was just an absolute, highlight because it tied so much into my favorite star wars movie um which obviously isn't the best one but for me revenge of the sith is always one that's going to be you know hold a special place in my heart for so, a half like, second i got scared and i thought you were about to say attack of the clones is your favorite oh. and like, <laughs> no and you know what as much as people you know dis attack of the clones like i that third act from the moment um, the Jedi show up on Coruscant, maybe even before that, you know, when the Jedi are improvising 
and using their you know special abilities and then they get their lightsabers that whole third act is incredible yeah i think no, it's I you agree. know the middle part that a lot of people have a problem with oh, so. I- I, I agree with you, Gio. Like I could just start the movie from that point and enjoy it and enjoy the rest of it. But I agree with you too that Revenge of the Sith is up there for me. Not number one, but it's in the top five for sure. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so you're liking it so far. Yeah. Uh, it sounds yeah. Like- Especially yeah. the uh the crosshair or what the crossing cross crosshair. Crosshair, yeah. Crosshair, his character, I mean, like he from early on. You get a sense that he's he's one he's the one that really doesn't play around. He's by the book, you know, and you can blame a little bit of on that. You know, his in um, inhibitor chip is still a little bit functional, you know, mm-hmm. to an extent. I, I kind of got that hint that didn't say that, but that's how I took it. And then, of course, what they did to him at the end, it was just like, oh man, Rough. yeah. And you're starting to see little hints that. Even though the inhibitor chip is turned up to like level a thousand, he's still like when he sees the markings on the wall, or like the the new squad, the replacements take his former comrades, you know, beds or you know where they sleep. He's just like it kind of doesn't you know go right with him. So I have a yeah, theory. With I'm, I'm digging the show that Geo you just reminded me of is that. When they're escaping, it's at the end of episode one, right? When they're escaping and Crosshair shooting at them and mm-hmm. then they get away. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I think Crosshairs could have killed them if he wanted to. I think he was purposely missing. I don't think he wanted to let them get away, but I think he didn't want to kill them. Or and he I was taking that's more a little time bit to of think about it. Part too. of him that's still left because he's the as far as we know, he's one of the best marksmen in all of Star Wars, right? And yeah. do you think he would have missed that close? No way. So probably not. That's my theory is that he's like, you know, even if it's five percent of him is still fighting it and holding on, you know? Yeah. So, well, yeah, I'm, and you know, it's it's a stressful situation. You're seeing your friends; they were your friends five minutes mm-hmm. ago, and now you're shooting at them. You know, he's still probably processing a lot of things, even though his inhibitor chip is telling him kill these guys yeah yeah it's it's that internal conflict that i appreciate yeah so like we said this is the fourth episode i'm glad you're enjoying it by the way um so we are into the fourth episode uh we still see the bad batch kind of like finding their way like they don't really know what they can and can't do but we do know that they are low on rations and fuel which makes sense right uh so they decide that they need to stop on a planet where chaos quickly follows them um so anyone want to we don't need to go in order because this is kind of this kind of has like a a one straight storyline so anyone have anything they want to well i want to ask you geo so uh, as far as i think jake ryan and i agree with this episode one just like blew us away like amazing and then it turned into okay these little missions that they're doing kind of and and that's like to be expected they kind of always do that with these animated shows and then i don't want to say that they're filler but obviously these episodes including this one are not as exciting as the first one um so that's kind of how i feel do would you say you agree with that geo um yeah yeah to an extent now this is going to be what 18 episodes 15 episodes 12 16 i believe 16 a lot, so yeah. 
it's going to be a slow burner, but you're going to yeah. have moments that um, are definitely going to, you know, make it the bad batch, you know, like why this show, I mean, let's, nobody's faith in Dave Filoni is shaken by, you know, the filler episodes or whatnot. You know, he clearly has a story that wants to be told. Yeah. Um, and apparently I, I didn't know this. Apparently the, uh, the bounty hunter lady, the female uh, bounty Thanks, hunter. Jan, yep. Did you just know to figure that? Out? That she's a, a recurring character, right? She's appeared yeah. before. She's, oh, she's she, from, the, from the Mandalorian. Yeah, she's Boba Fett's. Uh, side, oh, side that's kick. her. Yep. Yeah, Nick Shan. Oh wow! So yeah. I think that's the biggest thing to talk about in this episode. Of course. Prior to seeing this, I didn't oh, know right. she was in going to appear. Did you, Brian? Yeah, because she's in the, the trailers. Uh, well, it's she's in our. Oh, trailer. okay, okay. So I didn't, I didn't catch that. So oh. pleasant surprise to me to see oh. her. I knew it was her right away with the mask. I, I think that's so cool. And and it's uh, is it Ming Now or yep. what? Ming Now Wen? Ming Now Wen. Yeah, she's voicing the character as well. It's uh, such a smart play. Mm-hmm. Such a smart play to connect and give us more in depth story to a character that we're seeing in live and this is the first character in a while that we are seeing well actually maybe not i was going to say that we're seeing play out at the same time but they're kind of slowly doing that a lot more with ahsoka and actually i guess it's just ahsoka kind of but either way i i love that we're getting a live action and the animated of a new character that we've never met, who's clearly going to have some story going forward. Cause we saw at the end of Mando, she's sitting next to Boba Fett on the throne. So um, yeah, I can't believe you both didn't know this until well, I completely missed that. I was like, when I was watching the episode, I'm like, man, there's something about this character that I like. <laughs> I know she's not a throwaway character. There's gotta be something more to her. And then just before we started, I see a headline that says uh, this character returns and it's kind of dividing how the fandom feels about her character. You know, where the loyalties lie. Um, Cause really? you do see that mm-hmm. she does yeah. have some good in her. She's not completely evil. She tells the little girl um, when she, you know, falls, you know, make sure you tuck and roll. And it's just like, that's not something that you tell somebody who's well, just, she wants to know. bring her in alive. Yeah. I think <laughs> the bounty is probably alive. But still, but still, yeah. Yeah. And plus- would there still 30 plus years that she could, something bad could happen to her and she could just become ruthless. So, I mean, I thought she was actually still kind of pretty ruthless regardless. So I think Gio's saying she's so Gio, you're saying like people are upset that she's a, like trying to catch this kid and she's bad, but they expect her to be good because of Mandalorian. I I don't know. I just saw yeah. the headline and mm. I was just like, oh, that's interesting. Like so, literally right before we. Started. Yeah. As soon as I saw her, I knew who she was. I just didn't know she was going to appear in this episode, which was great because look, if, if we want to say, okay, not much happened in this episode, at least give us a cool, you know, cameo or have a character that we care about and know appear here and play an important part. She's not just there for no reason. She, mm-hmm. it all plays into the story. She's uh, Omega has a bounty out. And I've seen theories that look, this is the theory of her being force sensitive has not gone away. A lot of no. people still believe that I personally don't. And I personally don't want that. But the theory is geo that she, that the, that they purposely created a 
force sensitive clone. Like that's what they were attempting to do. That's a theory. I don't buy into it, but it's still out there. And that's why she's so valuable and why she has bounties on her head. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I really want them to go that route where no, all of I a don't. sudden they're able to create force sensitive. That's what I was just about to say. I don't think that they would say that they purposely tried to create a force mm. person. And I think that's what you're saying too, Gio, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it just kind of takes away from the whole like mystery surrounding the force. You know, yeah. you go back to the prequels when everybody seemed to have a problem with the uh, midichlorians talk <laughs> and all that and how George Lucas tried to explain it. They're like, no, we just not everything needs to be explained and have a Marion Webster definition below it. You know, it's just let some of it be uh, sci-fi fantasy, you yeah. know, just like, I mean, maybe not to the extent where, you know, in, in uh, force awakens or, you know, in the sequel trilogy, they're like, Oh, the force, the force, you could do all this with the force. Like maybe not to that extent, you got to have balance. It's, it's easier said than done. So, well, we know yeah. somebody succeeded eventually because they created Snoke because Palpatine created Snoke who was force yeah. sensitive. That may, somebody I mean, eventually succeeded at it. Well, they didn't, Oh yeah, yeah I get reminded me of that. Ugh. Yeah, which <laughs> whether we like that or not is, is up for debate. Yeah, but for me, I don't think. <laughs> I think Omega was a happy accident type situation. Oh, if, I she, would, if she is force, if sensitive. she is force sensitive, that's how I'd want it to be. That in her conception, somehow, and them cloning her. Yeah, she, just like a new, newborn baby, she was born with the force. Yeah, oh. which that would be the best way. Are your newborn babies born with the force? Because mine. <laughs> I don't think but no. Um, so yeah. So Fennec Shand has come to take Omega for who we don't know why. I mean, we just possibly said out there, but who do you think put the bounty on him? Well, she would work for anybody, right? If yeah. maybe so in Mandalorian season one, she's after mando and the child right uh and mando takes her out yeah so so she so maybe it's the same person and if she is force if omega is force sensitive that makes sense because they wanted grogu and then now and back then back here they wanted omega and what is it like uh it's not that far uh from each other the timelines right it's like of what? Because this is right after Revenge of the Sith, and what yeah. Mandalorian's like six, seven years after. It, no, Mandalorian's after Return of the Jedi. Oh, duh! Damn, that's yeah. Wow. It's, like a, it's like thirty years at least. Wow, um, I did so, not think so about that. Phoenix probably as 1920? young, yeah, as young as maybe like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Like maybe, maybe yeah, maybe seventeen. Younger than that, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, you put oh, that's pretty cool. 30 I mean, years on a 20 year old. That's about kind of probably the age that she is in Mando. So, but to Jacob's point, I think, well, I mean, to kind of answer the question, um, I, I can see where you're going with that. I just, I felt like it was the um, Camino people, the Caminoans, uh, uh, yeah. Lana Sue, Lama Sue, I think was the name. Um, oh, I could see that. That probably they, makes they're just, you know, they, they want her back. They don't That's entirely like trust the Empire. Um, because and that they could know explain that. why she wasn't willing to let her die. 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a bring her in alive or you don't get paid. And they were talking about um, Omega being the fifth um, defect cologne, I guess you could Or enhanced cologne. Enhanced cologne, yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's their investment. That's arguably what's keeping them from being obsolete from the <laughs> new empire. So. Yeah, I'm with you, Gio. I'm I trying think, to pay attention. So. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think it's the Kaminoans hired her because to me at this point, Tarkin doesn't really know about her. She was just kind of like at the side of Lamasu while he was there, but they never interacted. He never asked about her or anything. And... um Oh, I think, I think Tarkin, because if you notice um, back in the, and this is fresh in my mind, like he looks at her, but then I think he looks at her again and probably he's probably not thinking much of it, but I'm sure with a guy like Tarkin, he's probably in the back of his mind going like, there's something about that girl. It's not exactly priority number two on the list. You know, he's, he's, he has things he's trying to accomplish in this new empire, but I'm sure like he'll, that won't be the last that you know we've gotten hints that Tarkin now wants to know what's up with the girl, at least in my opinion. So. Oh yeah, no. Tarkin Tarkin's gonna be a lingering threat throughout this whole entire thing. Because I mean he's for lack of better terms, he is the bad guy in a new hope. Like so it kind of gives him more story before a new hope so and plus i mean let's be honest he's pretty much the one that's probably putting the empire in place right now like darth vader's not like sitting there going all right so you guys need to make uh imperial credits now we need to make sure that the like he's not doing that the emperor's just like do my bidding so it's probably tarkin doing most of the work so i mean yeah, Tarkin's handling all the logistics of the Empire. Thank basically. you. That's the He's like yeah. the Kevin Feige of the new Empire. <laughs> and Bob Iger is then the Emperor. And yeah. So. Yeah. So um, so yeah. So I mean that that's the main heart of this episode is Fennec Shan chasing down Omega through this planet. Um, while Tech is pretty much stuck changing the ships uh doing what he does yeah being a tech head (laughs) if there's Uh, a mission we know what tech is doing (laughs) yeah exactly and so um we just i mean this to me this is my favorite episode since the first episode i don't know about you guys um this episode was a lot of action um it while still building the story it was a lot more action with them her chasing down omega um omega's kind of learning you can't just trust anyone like you can't just literally someone come up to you go here follow me okay and just go off yeah and she just grabbed her hand right away yeah (laughs) and so i mean omega is still very impressionable at this point she doesn't really have any life experience outside of uh, Camino. So for her to just trust someone and then we see that um, (laughs) they, I love when they sell um, echo. Oh yeah. 
They're like, that was pretty funny. Yeah, here, uh, this guy is, yeah, we'll get 3,000 credits. And he's just like, dude, what the hell? Uh, I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. He's just like, yeah. I'm worth more than that, you know? Exactly. Just for principle, like, he just wanted to, you know, get right. get the right price for him. That that was pretty funny. Yeah. So um, I love those right. droids too. The droids from the wear shop guy. Um, yeah, I thought they were going to take them all with them. So did I. I thought they would have at least taken one of them. That would have been cool just to have more. Here, kid, go go play with the joys or something. Hey, those little creatures that uh, Omega interacted with were are those like the dogs of the <laughs> of the Star Wars universe? Because yes. they were like acting like dogs. Mm-hmm. Which was yeah, I mean they were cool, barking and everything. Yeah, yeah, they were barking is what it was. Yeah. Um, also, I thought it was very interesting that um, she took a toy stormtrooper. Uh, very similar to the beginning of Rogue One, where Jin is a little kid, has that exact same type well, of... Well, that's probably the start oh, good of callback. Stormtrooper action figures or dolls. Right? <laughs> um, so it's kind of like the early... Like, look at look at the... We're good guys. Here's toys that you can play with of Stormtroopers. And although I guess... Well, they probably want... Here's what I'm thinking... They want kids to grow up idolizing stormtroopers and be like, I want to be a stormtrooper one day. So then they grow up and they enlist in the empire. Yes. I mean, what it is. Yeah. That hundred percent makes sense. Uh So, um, yeah, it, this was probably the most straightforward episode. Like there was basically only one thing going on throughout the whole time. Yeah, They were like on one planet, just doing one thing. I, I like this one. I mean, obviously, I think we all agree the first one's the best. But other okay. than that, I like this one. I like the one where they, uh, where um, they're interacting with the other clone trooper who who ran away. And what was that episode? And oh, it was about yes. the chain codes. The uh, one, two. the one where they introduced the chain codes and they were trying to get them for that family. I liked that episode oh, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this one's pretty good. And like I said, I'm not going into them expecting to be blown away right now. You know, I think once we get into like the last five episodes, I expect it to finish super strong. Oh, absolutely. Like they're not going to do a filler, like nonsense episodes. The last couple, like it's for sure going to be, they're going to make sure this story ends or season ends where you're going to be wanting another. Yeah. And I don't think we saw the last of Finnick. Shan, and even in this season, no. we're gonna see her again this season. I think. Oh yeah, um, I'm surprised how early she came. I, to be completely honest, like, yeah, it was pretty early. I, I we're on the fourth episode, and for some, I knew she was coming before, like, because I saw and watched our trailer <laughs> enough times. <laughs> I just to, didn't notice it. There's so much stuff in there. Yeah, and she's wearing her wow. mask. But um, yeah, so like, I was expecting it, but I was thinking maybe like eight, nine, 10 around that time, not four like that. That surprised me the most. Um, so yeah, like I said, the episode was very one storyline tracing down Omega or excuse me, Fennec chasing down Omega, uh, and the bad bash saving her record got wrecked 
by Fennec Shan. Yeah, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way when I first saw it. But now that I know that, you know, she's the same chick from uh, Mandalorian, I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, that kind of. Yeah. He. Oh, he yeah. Got, when he went at her, I was like, she's going to win this fight. And then it yeah. was just so easy. Yeah, it wasn't. That wasn't even an issue. So to me, it almost kind of when I saw that, I was like, okay, well, that kind of definitely humanized him a little bit more that he's not just because every thing we've seen him do up until this point he's like the hulk like good luck stopping him and she took him down without well yeah point. she uh, she kind of used his um momentum against him so exactly it just goes to show that those big tough guys can be defeated if yeah. you keep your cool and know how to parry so yeah so um but yeah so the episode pretty much ends with Fennec with uh, the, what do you call him? The, the spaceport. Spaceport guy. guy, the, guy. the little wannabe hustler. Yeah. Um, we I thought she was going to kill him for sure. But she's like, nope, here's some money. Call me if they return or something. And just walks away and she just goes about her business. And the episode ends. So thoughts. Uh. Of the episode in total. Well, it? first off, I, I like that she didn't kill the guy. She just instead, yeah. you know, gave him a little something and said, hey, call me later. Like that 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 feels like a, an experienced move right there by a professional, you know, which yeah. and we see her later on in Mandalorian. We know that to be true. Um, so I, I enjoyed that. But as far as the episode, look, it's just at the end of the day, the, these shows are made for kids um so they're probably loving everything that they see i mean like really loving the omega character i'm sure for myself as a grown man i sometimes get annoyed by some of the trouble that she gets herself in and as a result the bad batch mm -hmm. in but without her we don't have these little adventures and you know these little heartfelt moments whatnot so exactly the show kind of needs her you know, like she's definitely a draw for the kids. Um, but Filoni again continues to find a way, not just Filoni, obviously the, the creators and writers, they find a way to give us a balance where like in the first episode, it was pretty damn dark and pretty mature. But then you have this Omega kid coming along the way and just having that balance of kid friendly total line to uh mature audiences so yeah I, I i enjoyed it i i haven't seen one bad episode yet from this uh from this uh series Jacob? yeah i agree with pretty much agree with you Gio. it's like i'm not over the moon about this episode but as far as what i expect from from the beginning of the season early episodes i i liked it and i agree without omega it's like just the same old same old because the all they've seen everything the bad batch they've been around the galaxy been fought in the war did all these missions they've been to all these planets when when they were saying oh we need to go into hiding she's like i spent my whole life on one planet like i don't want to do that and then they're then they're going to a new planet that, she, that she's never been to she's all excited so i, I agree with you Gio. she's definitely a, a window into the episodes for the kids but like even as adults we could appreciate that like Without her, it wouldn't be the same, you know? So I, I enjoy the episode, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Brian, you're muted. I don't know why. 
There we go. I <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, anyone else have anything else to say? I mean, no, I think we're good. I mean, these episodes are so short. You know, we don't need to stretch the conversation to an hour. Like, yeah, no, unless it's it, a big episode or something. We don't. Yeah, and like we said, this episode kind of just stayed on a a chase. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I, I will ask um, because I obviously had no idea until I saw a headline. Um, do you guys anticipate anybody else showing up? Maybe not so obvious. Just, I mean, Rex is for sure going to show up. One of, yeah, I, I think one of the one of the clones will definitely show up. So, yeah, I mean, they can do anybody. And the thing is, it's not live action. So it's, it's like, if it was live action, I would never predict us. I mean, maybe Ahsoka, but I would, I wouldn't predict Obi-Wan in live action. Right. But I could see Obi-Wan popping up in this. Cause it's animated. What it, some, we know Obi-Wan didn't stay on Tatooine the whole time. So it, it's very, what if he interacts with the bad batch at some point, but I don't think that's going to be this season. But if they do several seasons, I could see something like that. Uh, as far as this season goes, I definitely – I think maybe Rex and Ahsoka are possible, to be honest. I'm saying Rex for sure. Ahsoka. She's less likely, absolutely. Less but likely. but um, I think it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. It could be anyone. I could – I feel like they would probably – Throw in maybe a bounty hunter. Well, or all right. So they have Fennec Shan, right? So I like the idea of characters we haven't seen in animation yet showing up, right? So she's one of them. I mean, what I don't know what Moff Gideon was doing at the time, but like, where did he come from? What, where did he start in the Empire? Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you do a young Moff Gideon, that could be pretty cool because he's, you know, John Carlos Esposito's age in. 30 and this is 30 years prior or so and so i can see like a young officer moff gideon yeah i mean yeah why not yeah there's a handful that you could pull uh i mean i feel like you could maybe get boba just a little bit more mature like because he was kind of a teenager-ish young teenager yeah so maybe like early adult, maybe. But uh, does he and uh, Fennec? Do you think they? I mean, they meet interact? at some point, right? Yeah, they're going to become friends at some point. Whether or not it's maybe it was in the Mandalorian, though we yeah. don't know. Yeah, I mean, they could have. They could just have like an early friendship and have met up mm-hmm. again in Mandalorian, and we could see that. I mean, we do have Book of Boba Fett as the next live action thing. So I'm sure there's going to be at least some storytelling of Fennec into that. I don't think they would do this, but here's the thing, though. It's actually possible and it would make sense if we saw if we actually saw Grogu, to be honest. Like he's alive right now somewhere being held safe. However, he escaped, you know the uh, escaped Anakin killing him, basically he's somewhere right now. And I don't know if that would make sense story-wise because the bad batch, we don't, we don't know where they go or what happens to them after this. Right. So if they see Grogu, it doesn't take anything away from the characters seeing Grogu later on, you know? So 
there's a ton of possibilities in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going to disagree. I don't think we're going to see. No, I don't think so. I'm just saying it's like it works timeline wise. Oh yeah. No, it's definitely a possibility. So, uh, but I think they're going to save that for something more like maybe live action. Yeah, probably. But, um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap it up for our episode of the bad batch Fandalorian episode number four. Come check us out next week when we, uh, do episode five and, Gio, thank you for coming on, finally getting you on. And uh, until next time, we'll see you guys later.